Hi everyone, welcome back to the MedBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast. In today's episode, we covered the topic of erythropoietin found under the heme section at medbullets.com. Let's begin with a clinical snapshot. A 50-year-old man with a history of chronic kidney disease presents to the emergency room for fatigue. He reports he has felt short of breath and fatigued for the past few months. Physical exam demonstrates a man with significant pallor. On laboratory exam, his hemoglobin is found to be 8 grams per deciliter with decreased reticulocyte count. He is given epoietin alpha with a target hemoglobin of 11 grams per deciliter. Let's continue with an introduction to erythropoietin. Specific drugs include epoietin alpha. This is recombinant human erythropoietin. Remember that erythropoietin is physiologically released by the kidney in response to hypoxia. Its mechanism of action is that it stimulates red blood cell production by the bone marrow. Clinically, it is used for anemia of renal failure, bone marrow suppression, chemotherapy-induced anemia, and drug-induced anemia. Adverse effects include fever, nausea and vomiting, rash, pruritus, increased hematocrit leading to thrombosis, and hypertension. Now that we've discussed the major points relating to erythropoietin, Let's walk through a question to apply what we've learned and get a sense of how the topic might be tested. For this question, consider the following clinical scenario. A 65-year-old female with end-stage renal disease, currently on dialysis, is being assessed by a nephrologist who notes her hemoglobin to be 9.5 grams per deciliter. Which of the following is a known side effect of the drug she will most likely be administered? And the answer choices are, choice one, a rash that may progress to Stevens-Johnson syndrome. Choice two, reduced clotting ability. Choice three, worsening hypertension. Choice four, diffuse pruritus. Or choice five, fatigue. The best answer to this question is, choice three, worsening hypertension. The patient in this vignette is most likely anemic as a result of her end-stage renal disease. Recombinant erythropoietin is the treatment of choice for this condition, with the most common side effect being a worsening of hypertension, seen in approximately 30% of patients. EPO is the treatment of choice for normocytic normochromic anemia with a hemoglobin less than 10 grams per deciliter. Other notable side effects of EPO include headaches in 15% of patients, flu-like syndrome in 5% of patients, and red cell aplasia, which is very rare. Hypertension and flu-like syndrome are seen less often with the subcutaneous delivery of EPO compared to intravenous administration. Mechanistically, erythropoietin is produced by the kidney. This production is reduced in renal disease. EPO activates receptors on erythroid progenitors in the bone marrow to stimulate production of red blood cells. Other uses include anemia as a result of certain bone marrow disorders, chemotherapy toxicity, cancer, and HIV. Let's also discuss why the other choices are incorrect. Choice 1. EPO does not have an association with rash. Choice 2. Because of an increase in red cell volume, patients are at risk of thrombosis, not bleeding. Choice 4. EPO does not have an association with pruritus. However, this can be seen with ESRD. Choice 5. EPO does not have an association with fatigue. 
it may help treat the fatigue seen in anemic patients. That's all for this review about erythropoietin. We hope that was helpful. This is the MedBullets Step 2 and 3 podcast, a daily audio review session for MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. As a reminder, you can follow along with these podcast episodes by reviewing the topics directly on MedBullets.com. You can listen to these episodes on the MedBullets website or phone app while reading through the topic. If the MedBullets podcast has been valuable to you, we'd be thrilled if you considered leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here on the MedBullets Step 2 and 3 podcast.